0: Hey, DNA Strand Crew, TJ here from the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be bringing you a breakdown of the AFC East coming into the season. Should be an awesome episode. Join us, won't you?
1: Welcome to the
2: Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, where we talk Dynasty Fantasy Football, fantasy rankings, and everything NFL. Join us and dominate your Dynasty
0: League. It's in your DNA. And here's your host, TJ Blake. Welcome back, DNA Strand crew. Yes, I'm the host of the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, TJ Blake. You can find me on Twitter at TJBlakeDNA. And as always, we're joined by our show architect and co-host, the A Train, Andy Blake. You can find him over on Twitter at ffaTrainDNA. How you doing today, Ann? I'm
3: good. How you guys doing?
0: We're doing good. And next in the line of order, we got the producer, the co-host. Ty Blake, you can find him on Twitter at DynastyDNATy. DNA. Ty, how you doing today, Ty? Pretty good. How's it going, guys? We're doing good. And last but not least, we got the New York <laughs> Jets superfan, muscles Ryan Mayo. You can right. find him on Twitter at Dynasty DNA Mus. How you doing today, Mus? Oh, not
1: too bad. How's everybody doing?
0: We're doing good. I mean, I, you're not a Jets super fan. No, I didn't think so. But you are breaking them down today. I am. I am. You were. You were like reluctant to do that. <laughs> but, you know, they just fell into your lap and you took them. Yep. You do like Zach Wilson. Yeah, I do
1: like Zach Wilson. Like a
0: low-key buy. And yeah, he likes key.
1: Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I love Aaron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, fellas, today we're going to hop in. We're going to have a really good show. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're breaking down the AFC East as far as an NFL perspective, as far as a fantasy perspective, what we think is going to happen in this division, some of the players we like, maybe some of the players we want to stay away from, some good points to get in there. Make Maybe we want to go over a certain player. And, you know, there's a good reasoning by why we like that player. There's a good reasoning maybe why we want to do, like, certain situations with players, like in trades and, you know, things like that. We just maybe won't want to give up on someone so easy. Maybe we're ready to ship someone out. But we're going to go over all that. But before we do anything in that, we're going to go over a couple things here. As always, guys, the website, www.dynastyDNA.net. You got to check it out, man. We're cranking stuff out hot and heavy. We got our rookie rankings over there. Great articles coming out all the time by awesome guys. Preston Evans, Mike Kashuba, Candid Fantasy Football, Aiden Grover, and our newest member, Mike Shinuti, uh, coming, joining us. He has a podcast, Four Corners uh, Sports. He's over there. He's doing stuff like that. And he also does, like, the Face of the Franchise is another one he does. You got to look him up on Spotify. He's a really good guy. He's a really good sports guy. And, honestly, I mean, like, he just knows a lot about fantasy. We were talking a lot, uh, and we're just really excited to have him on board, man. You know, we're going to have him on with some of these other guys in the summer. little spoiler there, we're going to be doing some, like, YouTube shorts. I mean, they're not going to be so short, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes. We're going to be talking to him about the whole fantasy landscape, the whole dynasty landscape, actually. Yeah. So, it'll be a lot of fun. So, welcome to the team, Mike. We're really happy to have you. You guys got to go check him out. If you want to follow him on Twitter... Go over there and follow him at S H A N U 471 Michael Angry All the Time Chanuti.
3: I like that. (laughs) I like that too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's a good dude. But make sure you follow him. Also, want to bring up our friends over at Peak One Sports Network. A lot of good things going on over there. They're cranking out the sporting news hot and heavy. We're really getting into it with the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals. We're coming to the end. It's crazy that sports is almost over. You know, these next couple months are going to be a real dry time for sports. Yeah. I mean, all we got is really baseball, and that's it. But you know, Muscles is happy. He's got bucko fever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but before we get into anything, you know, we're going to go over here to the breaking news of Mus.
1: All right. Uh, Josh Jacobs still not with the team. Yeah. yeah. So they got till, what, June 15th, I think I saw. And. Hmm. If not, then it's officially a holdout.
0: Yeah, so. and I, I, it's the running back, man. These running backs all want money. Yeah. You know? I mean, they, they want to get paid. And if you have a first-round running back, I mean, that's like almost a death nail. I mean, that's yeah. like the Steelers. I love Najee Harris, but that day's going to be coming.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, Jerry Jones says he's not rolling out a Zeke return.
0: Yeah, i <clears> seen <throat> that. Did you see that, Ann? Yeah. So. i seen they said they might bring him back on a cheaper contract. I, I think really it'd be a good thing for Zeke and the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> they could use him back.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rashad Perryman signs with the Colts. Yeah, uh, that could be.
3: Yeah, I'm oh. not a big Rashad Perryman fan. I'm not fan. either. But
1: that Colts receiving room is. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. <laughs> so. oh. I, I mean, he might get targets.
3: <laughs> yeah, know? Alec I mean, Pierce even... ain't that good either. No, he, I, mi- he
1: might see the field, so yeah. I mean, that might be
3: uh, you know. Yeah, because Josh Downs, he's just kind of like college. He's just hurt already. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Unfortunately, that's it. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kyle Pitts
1: with his knee sh- says he should be ready week one. Yeah. yeah. With that MCL. So,
3: Well, he was supposed to be back, they said, last year, but I think yeah. that was a bit of a stretch. So right. He's got to get ready to block.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like that.
1: <laughs> that's what so. they brought in. Uh, what's his face for? John Ew. Johnny Smith. Know, yeah. No, I don't know. You know Arthur. He likes to run the football. That's true. Uh Tony Pollard says he should be ready week one, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah, is. that
0: injury did not seem good. So if he's ready to go, that's great. Love yeah. him for redraft this year. I think yeah.
1: he
3: could have a really big year.
1: Yeah. Uh Josh McDaniel says he is not worried about Jimmy G. Which I don't, I don't know.
3: I don't know. That, that was kind of a shitty thing to put in the <laughs> put into contract. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah I think. Hey, they got Tom Brady there on the backup. Well, I'm pretty sure he can play because he's an owner. If you're a coach, you can't play, but an owner can play. Well, that's yeah.
1: that's my next thing. Tom Brady's certain. He says he's certain he's done.
3: He's certain he's done. He might want to pull the Jackie Moon. Yeah, owner, no. player, coach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've dropped him in leagues. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he will, but. I mean, yeah, you never know. It'd be cool to see it though. I, yeah. I
1: think they said
2: if like if he wanted to play, I think like half the owners have to okay it. Oh yeah, that's how it works. Half yeah, the owners I, have I did to see okay that they, it.
3: They have to vote on. Yeah. It. Oh, they're gonna be okay with it. I mean, <laughs> who's gonna? You know? Yeah, he's gonna deny the goat. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Minnesota working
1: on an extension of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think I think I would as fast
3: I, as I could. Yeah, I would. They're getting paid big money and. I'm going to say Chase will probably get more money just because he's younger because after Jefferson gets paid, he's going to say, I want more.
2: Yeah, especially after seeing what Kirk's being paid. I can only imagine how much Jay jets is going to get.
1: It's going to be
3: ridiculous. It's going to be a lot. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, We just got this today. Hopkins is flying to Tennessee this week, so we'll see. That's a weird landing spot. That might help Will Levis. I mean, mean, they need him, but... Yeah, Yeah, and
0: he needs to find a team because from what I understand, a lot of NFL executives were not real high on him, man. I think from an attitude perspective, but also, like, heard a lot of things saying he can't separate like he used to. Yeah.
3: Which I don't know. I mean, he looked okay in Arizona last year. Yeah. I mean – I know sleeper said that, but I'm a bit optimistic. I think yeah. he has another year in him. He didn't really have much of a quarterback last year either. No, Kyler no. was out most. Of I, the I think he has another year in him, but I mean, I I wouldn't want him for the long term. No, you know. no,
1: but on a one year deal. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I got for the breaking news.
3: And yeah. other breaking news, it's not football related, but the Iron Sheik passed away today. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I did see that. That's what a shame. Sad. I yeah, know it we is. Were sad. All yeah. Big Iron Sheik fans. Yeah, oh, yeah. big yeah. wrestling <laughs> fans. Yeah, just what a guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what though, man, that guy was funny.
3: Oh yeah, he he was great at what he did. He got the crowd into it, and yeah, he was man. So he was one of a kind. Yeah, so that's his last post I seen on uh, Twitter said, "Fuck the wildfires." <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the R G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheeky baby. Was,
0: he's something else, that's for sure. And yeah. and like you said, it is too bad. Th- I mean, prayers for his family. Yeah. But uh, And, you know, as a wrestling fan, you know, he was one of the original, one of the OGs, so he yeah. will be missed. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. But we're going to hop in here. We're going to start breaking down these AFC East team breakdowns. We're going to go over all these guys, all these teams from a fantasy perspective. We're going to see what everyone feels from that and an NFL perspective, what their chances are winning the division, Have they improved, yada, yada, yada. But we're going to start over here with the A-Train. And he's got... The Miami Dolphins, starting out with Miami, and want to go over your breakdown. I want to hear what you have to think about them.
3: All right, so we got Mike McDaniel as a head coach. This is his second season. Uh, finished second division last year with a nine and eight record. Made the playoffs last year. They lost to Buffalo thirty one thirty four. Tua didn't play that game, and it was a close game with Skylar Thompson. Yeah. So, I think that just speaks words about Mike McDaniel and kind of what he's done for this Miami franchise. Uh, And do you guys ever hear like people say he's on the hot seat? I just don't see how. I I don't know. Maybe it's just some podcast that maybe, I I don't know. Yeah.
0: With Miami, it's kind of like I doubt it, but you never know because they do do stupid stuff sometimes.
3: Yeah. Whenever they fired. Goodness, what's his name? Brian Flores. Brian Flores. I thought, you know, it kind of it was sucked. It was a shocker. Yeah, yeah it was a big-time shocker, and I thought it was a bad fire. But, I mean, yeah. bringing in McDaniel. Yeah. McDaniel is, is way better of a coach than Brian Flores. Uh, Frank Smith remains the offensive coordinator. It's a very high-powered offense. 37 pass plays, over 25 yards or more. That was third in the league. So, it just kind of shows you how explosive they really are. Eight point one yards per pass attempt that tied for first in the league. Uh, they averaged six yards per play last year. That was third in the league. Averaged two hundred and eighty pass yards per game, that was fifth in the league. And like I said, remember two of them missed games with multiple concussions. So that's something to really consider to still have that high of an average with him, you know, missing games. Miami also gave up 399 points last year. That was 24th in the league, so that's quite a few points. So to take care of that, they bring in Vic Fangio, who's a new defensive coordinator. I think it's one of the most underrated hires, actually, in the offseason. is a linebacker coach for Baltimore with Hall of Famer Ray Lewis in 09. Uh, 2011-14, he was a D coordinator for the 49ers. 2011, they forced 35 turnovers and had three po- pro bowlers on that defense. Uh, in 2012, six pro bowlers on the defense with 25 turnovers. 2015 to 2018, he turned the Bears' defense around. So he was a head coach of the Broncos in the years of 19 to 21. Overall, 19 and 30 career record. have to remember, Vaughn Miller got hurt. There was a pandemic, and at one point, all four of the quarterbacks were out with a positive person without a mask and quarantine. Uh, you being a Broncos fan, Moss, I'm sure you remember some of that. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> it was I, it Kendall Hinton. Hinton, yep, yeah. Was a, yep, I remember that. So it was just kind of a mess, and I'm not really giving them an out. Some of these guys are just better coordinators than they are a head coach.
1: Well, that they had a lot of injuries,
3: too. Yeah, they had a ton of injuries. Ton. So I don't know. I, I think maybe... Do you think it was a good fire, though, for the Broncos? Because I definitely don't think Hackett was the answer. Yeah, don't head
2: coach. I, I, I think if you look at it now, it is just because, because Sean Payton, Payton. is elite, yes. right. Right. right,
3: so that ends up helping out. Uh, some of their free agent acquisitions. Uh, Malik Reed, linebacker for the Steelers. I'm going to even go over the punter. Jake Bailey, punter for New England. Another one of them division things that we talked about before. Braxton Barrios from the Jets. Sean Elliott from the Lions. Dan Feeney from the Jets. David Long, Titans. Eric Schaubert, tight end of the Denver Broncos, which we got to see him with Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. I think that was the first play of uh, Russell. No, one of the first drives. Remember, he had the big catch because everybody was about Albert O. Yeah. yeah. And it ended up going to him. Damn. Yep. (laughs) So maybe he'll end up doing the same thing here. (laughs) (laughs) But they do bring in Mike White. Jalen Ramsey, who's acquired for Hunter Long in a third round pick. Robbie Chosen Anderson. Isaiah Wynn. Uh, Cedric Ogabui. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably botching the name. And Tyler Croft. Some of the losses that they had Eric Rowe, Trent Sherfield, Mike Gasicki, Michael Dieter, John Jenkins, Eldon Roberts, Tom Morstead, Brandon Shell, and Greg Little. So, and then I thought with the amount of picks that the Dolphins had in a the draft, they did a pretty good job. Uh, Cam Smith out of South Carolina. I thought Cam Smith was probably a first-round pick. He ended up going 51st overall in the second round to them. They get A-chain, 84th overall in the third round. Elijah Higgins from Stanford, 197 sixth round. And Ryan Hayes out of Michigan, seventh-round pick, 238. Higgins was a former wide receiver at Stanford. So I thought that was a bit interesting. 6'3, 235, little undersized for a tight end, ran a 4.54, 7.013 cone. So kind of has that speed that we see in this offense that, that they seem to be looking for. So don't know if he'll start right away, but I think he's somebody to keep an eye on. You know, maybe get him in your fifth round of your drafts, or he might even be on the waiver wire. Uh, Cam Smith, like I said, projected first round in a lot of mock drafts. Ran a 4-4-3, 38-inch vertical, 11-2 broad. He's going to be a solid number two to Jalen Ramsey. I thought that was a really, really good pick. And we'll talk about Devon A-Chain, undersized. Again, very explosive, ran a 4-3-2. Uh, solid contributor to SEC level, can catch the ball. But I don't think he's a three-down back. He's going to be kind of a you know big hit guy. And uh, I think he's going to fit the zone scheme attack well. I think with his speed, he's going to be able to find open zones. And uh, I mean, we could see some really big best ball games out of Devon A chain this year. The only question is
0: like, do they bring in Dalvin Cook?
3: Yeah, and that's something, the two that I definitely think they still could. Yeah. He said that they were really close on a trade. And uh, if he were to be traded or released after June 1st. I think they get a bunch more money saved. Like I want to say like 7 million or something. So it would make sense to trade him after June?
0: Yeah. It was like a timing thing. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: So. And he's still, he's still a Viking. Yeah.
3: And as of now, he's still a and Viking. June
1: so. 7th. But, uh, I, I did see a thing where like the Vikings have seven or 9 million in cap. So it's like, what, I mean, what are they? Yeah. What, what are they shedding it for? I mean, I, basically I free agencies over, right? You know,
3: Right, I I don't know. I mean, it's kind of even like the Hopkins thing. Like, he wanted to be moved. He didn't want to be moved. And right. then all of a sudden, he's moved. he yeah. did not move, but just cut.
1: Yeah. So it's hard to tell what's going on behind. It, it
3: almost seems like like I've said before that the Minnesota Vikings are in a bit of a rebuild. Right. Yeah. You know, so. they just don't want to admit it. Yeah, like they just talk. don't want to really admit it. I don't know. I think I I I'd, I'd keep the band around another year if I was the Vikings. I mean, yeah. you got Kirk there, right? Anything's possible, and it don't look good, but hey, you never know. Yeah. So some of the key factors with this team, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the fastest duo in the NFL, and I just always think speed kills. I was always told that as a kid, and that's what you get out of both these guys. Finished as wide receiver two and wide receiver eight last year, both over 1,000 yards, combined for 15 receiving touchdowns. Seeing this style of play, saying, just be McDaniels is so far ahead of the game. I feel like like he does such a great job with being different. And that's something that I think Bill Belichick did for years at new England. I mean, hard nosed defense. They just found ways to win. Uh, they bring in, like I said before, with Robbie Anderson, re-signing Wilson, Mozart, and drafting a chain and Higgins. So I, do you guys think Robbie Anderson has any relevance? Like, like, my thing with Robbie Anderson is, what was it, 2020? He had a really good season. He did. He's such a boomer bus a, player. He, he might be a best ball candidate. And, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Because like, you look, the third receiver last year it's Trent Shurfield. Right. And now he's gone. So, Cedric Wilson didn't really seem to fit the role. Yeah. So Robbie Anderson's somebody that if he still has the speed that he once possessed, I mean... He could be like a really good late-round best ball candidate. Yeah. Yeah. And not really like from a dynasty, but yeah, like a best ball. Mm -hmm. And especially if one of these guys were to get hurt. I could see it. So, I th- I don't know. I just felt like that's a little bit interesting. It's, it's really digging deep, though.
0: And even for a dynasty perspective, like, if he's available on waivers, if he is, now in most leagues he won't be, but if he is, I mean, I would pick him up and take a, a flyer on him. You know, like yeah. He, yeah. He, he he fits the Dolphins' identity.
3: Yeah. I mean, he couldn't have went to a better spot, in oh, my opinion, yeah. if there's anything in the tank. He could easily be cut.
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah for sure.
3: So, something else, too. The running backs seem to help the wide receivers. Well, the ru- wide receivers help the running backs. There's a lot of play action motion that gets the wide receivers wide open. How many times did we see Tyree kill Jalen Waddle with like five to ten yards or something just wide open? Yeah. And Tua can just get the ball to him and let them do their magic. Uh, the backers have to respect the run game with these three explosive running backs now, especially with Tyree kill Jalen Waddle and now Robbie Anderson on the motion. They do this. Same side stack stuff. Do you guys ever see how they do that? Like, yeah, oh yeah. Like they'll put one of them in motion and go to the same side, and it, they just don't know what to do. Right. Especially whenever you run a play action, and then backers have to come up. Like I was saying, like it's unbelievable. It's it's honestly it's a genius. And I mean McDaniel's came from Gale, so he's not like he's not an idiot. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's a really smart and intelligent you know person. So. Uh, let's see what's unique is how Hill and Waddle possess such similar skill sets. I remember last year I even told TJ, I said, Hey, I might, I might sell Jalen Waddle. I think that might be a good, I remember that. Yeah. I looked at the stats. I'm like, no way. Yeah. Like, like, no, that's a bad call. And I completely, you know, went away from that. And I'm glad I did because (laughs) Jalen Waddle to me is a really, you know, really, really good player to have for your dynasty team right now. Well, and we also know that Tua doesn't have the strongest arm. However, he does possess great accuracy and can read defenses with the best of them, taking what's given, using his eyes while scanning the field really well. So I I think it's another thing of McDaniels playing to people's strengths. Tua finished as quarterback 15 in 13 games, and he's going 15 off the board. I think the big question with him, can he stay healthy? We've seen the multiple concussions. I think I'm buying Tua, though. Yeah. I think I'm buying Tua because I think, once again, it's going to be a really sensational year for everybody. And if he can stay healthy all these games, you could see a huge year out of Tua. And
0: yeah. you definitely could. My one concern is, though, like the offensive line, they didn't really beef it up any more than, I mean, it's not like they have a bad line. But like, right. They didn't bring any more help there. And then the tight end situation is kind of puzzling.
3: Yeah. But I just don't think they really use them in that. You know yeah. what I mean? They just don't really ever use a tight end. I just hope he stays healthy because that is the big question
0: mark. But, like, going back to your point, you're buying to it. And, I, like I said, I'm on board with that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, man, if he does stay healthy, that could be a league winner. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it works out. It's a big gamble. But, boy, it could really work out. I it, mean,
1: that, that's saying some finishing quarterback
3: 15 yeah, only playing 13, 13 games. games especially know. now we're in a 17-game. And, and he
0: had, what, like a 50-point game, I think, yeah, that one week? Yeah, yeah, he, was, some more. Yeah, he yeah. was lighting it up.
3: Yeah, and, and like you said, considering retiring, and only 25 years old. My thing with that, though, is we've never seen a quarterback retire, you know, because uh, no. of concussions. Right. Yeah, right. and that wasn't even concussion related. No, no, it wasn't.
0: No. It, and my thing is, as a contender, we're trying to win championships. Yeah. You know, my thing is, okay, you go all in on him this year. Okay, if he retires in a year or two, but if he helps you win a championship, it's worth it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So I'm all for that. And uh, they did pick up his fifth-year option, so I – and that's the thing. I think if Tua were to go somewhere else, I wouldn't be in on him as much. No. I just think this offense is what really propels him. And I will say, if Mike White is on your waiver wire and super flex, I'd, I'd pick him up because of these concussions. If he were to get in there, we've seen him driving a Jets offense, which was a disaster last yeah. year. So I think that's a sneaky guy to pick up. Out of the running backs, Raheem Moser, Jeff Wilson, and Devon A. Chain. I think all three are going to be used this year, and it could kind of get a little messy. So for best ball, maybe go take the latest one. I don't really think there's a guy. Do you guys feel the same way?
0: I agree 110%. I think that's straight committee. And, and you know, I've seen in a lot of drafts, Mostert and Wilson getting picked really late. I mean, if you can get them late, yeah, I mean, get them, because they're going to hold value at least this year.
3: Right. That That's, that's how I feel, too. And they all just fit the system so well, so... Sure, we're going to see some big chunk plays out of them. Miami was 31st in rush attempts at 390 last year, so they didn't. They showed they want to run the or they want to throw the ball. Right. And bringing in a guy like A Chain, I think, only brings to that case more. You, you use a smaller, you know, undersized guy. So out of the wide receivers, Tyreek Hill is still elite. as wide receiver two, 347 PPR points, best in his career. He's saying he wants to retire in three more years. If you can get a discount on him, go get him right now. Definitely. His ADP is wide receiver eight. Three years in Dynasty. I mean, that's a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like, I would definitely be interested in going and getting Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddell is going at wide receiver seven. It's fair. He finished his eight last year. I mean, I would love to buy Jalen Waddle, but you're going to have to give up so much. You're kind of screwed. you got you got to wait for something to happen. So only 24 years old, he did lose some targets to Hill, but his yards per catch doubled from his rookie year from 9.76 to 18.08.
0: And, you know, that's a
3: classic example of
0: another receiver coming in, and we see it all the time. People get are so worried about that. Yeah. But, and, you know, really, like Andy said, we were kind of talking about that with the Jalen Waddle-Tyree kill thing early last season. Yeah. You know, and – but you see, there like that helped propel him to get even bigger plays
3: because the field opened up more. Mm-hmm. No, that,
1: that was yards per catch. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, that's. Yards. I, I'm gonna say
3: that's if it's not first, it's oh, got to be up there. Yeah, it's got to be up there. Got to be insane. Top, it's got to be top five. So another guy that you know I kind of mentioned earlier, could he fit in this number three role? Braxton is. I feel like he's been underutilized his whole career. Now I will say I think he's definitely going to help on special teams. Mm. They didn't really do much in special teams, so but that's what's going to keep Barrios around. It's his special team ability, right? And if they were to move on from Anderson, maybe he gets in that role. I mean, we've seen it with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown for the Steelers was a special teams guy. Got on the field, showed he can play. And you know, he's not Antonio Brown by any means, right. but still, I, that's what's going to keep him around on the team. And that was another in-division move. I mean, going from the Jets to there. Did he play for the Patriots, too? Yeah, he yeah, can. for a short time. Yeah. That's where he started, I think. So, he's staying right in the AFC. <laughs> the AFC East, East. Yeah. yeah. So, that's kind of funny. Uh, but, again, your main guys are Hill and Waddle. I mean, unless one's hurt. And if one's hurt, that's really going to just, you know, tear down you know, a lot of this. So, another thing, too. They do have Tyron Armstead. I, he needs to stay healthy. Yeah. I think that's what's really gonna help Tua. That yeah, hurt sure. that hurt them last that year. That hurt them big time last year. So and I do think, you know, even as healthy, kinda like you said, they're right around probably middle of the league. They're just an average line. Yeah. There's nothing great, there's nothing horrible. But I do think they do a good job of getting the ball out fast on these motions. When you have two guys that are so fast, Tua shouldn't have to hold on to the ball long. He really shouldn't. So Not only Ramsey, but Bradley Chubb's there, too. So, I think the defense improved greatly. And that's a former Vic Fangio guy. Mm -hmm. So, how'd you feel about Chubb in Denver?
1: I actually like Chubb. You like Chubb a lot? Yeah, I did.
3: I, I think, I don't really know how IDP leagues work, but if you get stuff for sacks, I would go draft Bradley Chubb this year. Yeah. I think he's in for a monster year if he stays healthy. Uh, so my overall thoughts i'm given them first in a division okay i'm gonna say they're even they're Woo. gonna be right there with buffalo and Chief. i'm i'm gonna give them the edge over buffalo uh they they will see the a f c west this year as well as the n f c east, so that's no walk in the park and the same with their division i mean. Their division's tough. It, it is. They, I mean, I
2: think they all got a really tough schedule this year.
3: They do. Yeah, playing these guys because yeah. they're going to see Kansas City. They're going to have to see the Chargers. Yeah. They're going to have to see Denver. I mean, with Sean Payton now, the Eagles, yeah. the Giants are getting better. We're, yeah, just even gonna, Dallas.
0: we're just going to have to be careful when we go out of here because there's probably some members of Bill's Mafia outside <laughs> of this studio right now that has a table with spray, yeah. spray painted with Andy's name <laughs> on it. They're, but
3: I set, set it on fire. I'm giving Finn's first in the division, baby. I think that defense has gotten better, and I think some of these close games, like, I mean, going back to the Buffalo game where they only lost by a field goal without Tua, now getting Ramsey, who I think some people think Ramsey's dust. I don't think he is. I think he's for real. So
0: yeah, and and the thing is, like I'm like you in that whole situation. I think he was just unhappy with the, like the Rams situation. He has attitude problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he don't say happy, Rolo. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to motivate him.
3: Yeah, and now he gets to see Stephon Diggs twice a year. So. Oh boy! Which I mean, Diggs did burn him last year, so <laughs> it might get interesting. Yeah, it might get a little interesting. All right, so is that your whole breakdown of the division for Miami? That's my whole breakdown. I like it. Yeah, not Not much. much. (laughs) Not much.
0: No, that was really good, man. I really appreciate the analysis on that. We're going to cruise over here to me now, and it's going to be the team that got third last year in the AFC East. It's going to be the New England Patriots. Going to be breaking down the Patriots here. Head coach Bill Belichick's coming back for his 23rd season as the head coach of the Patriots. That's crazy to even say in modern-day sports. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. And uh, they're going to be bringing in a familiar face with Bill O'Brien to be the offensive coordinator uh, once again. And let's be honest, it's a lot better than the situation they had last year where they didn't actually have an offensive coordinator. I think they were rolling with what, Mike Judge and uh, and uh, Matt Patricia?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Judge. I, joe judge joe, joe judge, judge. Yeah. and matt, matt yeah. patricia
0: yeah they were rolling with both of them and they really didn't even have a true offensive coordinator but no bringing in a familiar face of bill o'brien who has had success there in the past i do think that benefits them i do think that will help a little bit uh last year again finished third in the afc east eight and nine record they were in the playoff hunt right up until the end and they just couldn't quite get one of them wild card spots they got eliminated uh, then they're coming into this season, man, they, they have a tough challenge ahead of them. I mean, they honestly have one of the hardest schedules, if not the hardest schedule, according to a lot of sources online right now. They If they're not the hardest, I know consensusly they're right around the top three hardest. Yeah. So that that is a really tough draw for New England coming into this season. Uh, another thing working against the Patriots is just the AFC East itself. As Andy said, this division is really tough and it's just grown stronger during this offseason. The Dolphins have improved significantly, making some key moves. Most important, like we just talked about, Jalen Ramsey coming in, really bolstering up that defense. And like we mentioned, we've heard rumors of Dalvin Cook. Will that happen? I don't know. But it seems like Miami's really going for this, man. Like They keep bringing in these players, and they do keep bolstering their team, and they're trying to win this thing. They're definitely in win-now mode, let's say that. And then you also have the Jets, who just you know acquired future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. We all know that. He's coming in, leading that Jets offense. It was, like we said, absolutely abysmal last year with Mike White and uh, Zach Wilson at the helm. So now they're getting a Hall of Famer back there with players like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, when he comes back healthy. So they have really taken a step, and it will be interesting to see how they do overall. I do think they've improved, and we all know that they got one of the most formidable defenses in this division, maybe in the whole AFC. So they're no joke. And then you got your reigning AFC East champ, Buffalo Bills, who, I mean, really, they lost a couple players on the defensive side of the ball, but I don't think really anyone with that big of an impact. I know Edmonds moved on, but yeah. I don't think that, uh, I, mean, I know they got uh, Poyer back, you know, so that was a big move. So, I mean, losing him, it does sting a little bit, but I don't think it really hurts them. I know they signed Floyd. Mm-hmm. to a one-year deal on the defensive yeah, that, that side. Was of a good, good that, that was a good move for Buffalo. Uh, and, and like I said, they're the division champions, so they're going to be tough. Josh Allen, that offense is going to be hard to stop. So New England's really up against it. When you look at their whole schedule as a whole, a lot of teams that Andy mentioned that the Dolphins will be playing, the Patriots will be playing as well, plus playing in their division. Yeah, So it's just really, really tough. And any way you really cut this, unfortunately for New England, they have the fourth best quarterback in the division. Yeah. Whether it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, I mean, let's be honest, and that, and that's what really puts them behind the eight ball here. Bill Belichick's a fantastic coach, but you can only overcome so much when you're not on the field. So that all plays in the in the factors here. Notable fantasy football key additions for the Patriots: they brought in Mike Gesicki from the Miami Dolphins, so that's a little bit interesting. Brought in Juju Smith-Schuster from the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, some of the key losses that they had, fantasy-wise, Jacoby Myers, we know, went to the uh, New England Raiders now with Josh McDaniels. So he signed out there in in Las Vegas. And we have Damian Harris, who went to the division rival Buffalo Bills as well. So they lost a couple players, but they gained a couple players. Fantasy analysis overall, I'm really not seeking to buy players from New England. Their offense isn't really fantasy football-friendly we seen them last season. You know, Bill Belichick, he's just an old-school guy. He tries to win football games any way he can win games. He's not going to worry about flashy or fancy, whatever it takes. If they're running the ball well, they're going to run it maybe with three or four different guys. Yeah, You know, they, he might make a quarterback change middle of the game, whatever it takes. So, I mean, that's that's never a good sign when you're trying to get fancy points, when you're dealing with an offense and a coach with that kind of a mindset. And then uh, last year in 2022, you want to cut the numbers. The Patriots finished 26th overall in yards gained, so that you know that's in the bottom third of the league. So that's not good. They finished 20th overall in passing yards last season, and they finished surprisingly. This one kind of surprised me. They finished 24th overall in rushing yards. Wow. We all know Bill likes to run the ball, and uh, you know they did have some success with it. But I don't know if it was just because they were behind so much, they had to keep throwing to try to get back into it. Yeah. But they just didn't have that much success on the ground either. So I mean, really I don't think it's going to get any better easier for them this year. They really, you know, didn't see much improvement to their roster. I don't think nothing significantly to put them up there with other teams. And they're really behind the eight ball like I said when it comes to quarterback. I think that's the biggest thing here. They're going to play defense and they're going to run the ball and they're going to try to win games that way, but I just don't see them hanging in there with some, of these, with some of these teams. I think they're going to get a lot of points dropped on them. And really with New England, man, honestly, in my opinion, I know they, they're just one of them storied franchises. They want to win. But there comes a time when you see what's in your division, what's in front of you, yeah. you might have to hit the big red button, hit self-destruct. And if they do, sooner rather than later, maybe they could f- find sustained greatness again. I mean, it's only a matter of time if they, if they can make that decision and make the right choices. It is disappointing, but nothing lasts forever. Dynasty-wise, I'm definitely interested in Ramondre Stevenson.
3: Yeah, me too.
0: 25 years old, finished running back seven last season, and they really didn't bring anyone's significance in in the draft of free agency. So, I mean, he survived the offseason. And, you know, with the way the offense is set up, with Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi to helm, I think we're going to see a ton of checkdowns, and Ramondre seriously cleaned up on those last season ranking fourth among all all running backs in catches last year with 69. yeah. So we're going to see more of that. I think nothing's going to change there. So that's really interesting from a fantasy perspective. I like pass-catching backs. And Ramondre is really, to me, a three-down back. He can do it all. Mm -hmm. So I really like that. Uh, If I was going to be trading for him, I think I'd be be willing to give up like a mid-first-round pick somewhere in there, you know? And that's what's nice about like a Ramondre Stevenson He's not like a Brees Hall, a Jonathan Taylor, a B. John Robinson. You don't got to give up the house to get him.
1: Right. Now, uh, I believe he's in the last year of his deal, though. He is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that would scare me.
3: That if they move on. I I don't
1: know. Because, I mean, Bill's not... I can't see Bill. He seems
3: like he likes her, Madre, though. Yeah.
0: I I don't know. But as I I don't think they'll sign him, and I I was just going to get to that. Like he's in the last year of his contract. But here's my thinking on this, just like what I said with Tua Mm -hmm. I like to win. Right. You know, if I have a chance to win, it's a lot better giving up maybe one first round pick than giving up three. Right. And it's not like he wouldn't be relevant anywhere else. Right. I mean, he's a good running back. I think he would always offer you that solid running back, two Mm -hmm. playing style. So I feel comfortable with it. I think that, like I said, and for a big man, he's got nice hands.
3: Yeah, a whole. So that's yeah. a,
0: that is a really, really, you know, attractive thing, too, when it comes from fantasy perspectives. So that's a good point, Mus. I was just going to get to that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like Andy. I don't think I'm scared off of him any. No. And I really like the price I'd have to pay. I wouldn't have to give up the boat for him. Right. But another player that me and Andy were talking about this, I got a tad bit of interest in, is Mike Gesicki coming into New England you know, the, the interesting thing is here, you know, Bill really wanted him for some reason. I mean, he brought him in. He's seen him play in Miami, so he had to see something he liked. Now, there are a lot of rumors and a lot of people talking he's going to play a lot in the slot. So, I mean, he could maybe be a viable red zone target. And I'm not saying I give up a lot to get Mike Gesicki because he is a disappointment but you never know. I mean, if you were willing to give up a fourth, maybe fifth round pick for him and someone's willing to trade him.
1: Yeah, he's probably dirt cheap right yeah, now. I yeah, I mean, you
0: could maybe get him, you know. And if you're in like a really shallow league and he's on the waiver wire, he's someone I'm interested in picking up.
3: And I know Hunter Henry struggled there, but Hunter Henry is not near the athlete Mike Kosicki no. is. He's just not. And he's there on a one year deal. So to me, that tells me that he's gone somewhere that he feels confident he's going to have a good year and try to get a bigger. A bigger deal. If it's in New England or if it's in Kansas City. I mean, yeah, I think that's a big reason why he went there. He knows he's going to be utilized.
0: And that's a great point. And like I said, I just feel like Bill likes him. You know, he had to have seen him play a long time, and he knows what he's getting. Like He he has a plan, I should say.
3: Well, Bill O'Brien's there now, too. And whenever Gronk had a big breakout year, he was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, so he knows how to
0: utilize the tight end. Yeah, he knows how to
3: use the tight end.
0: Definitely. So that's another player... That I would be like looking at, you know, just like mm-hmm. I said on the cheap. And one last thing that I would say from a dynasty perspective, and I really want to hit this point home to a lot of people, I would not sell Mac Jones cheaply. Mm-mm. You know, there's so many people right now they're getting him for like two seconds or something. I, they, you can't do that. No, you know, no. you're better served to hold on to him and hope that maybe with Bill O'Brien coming in that his play will improve some. I mean, is a quarterback two in a super flex league or even a quarterback three? He's just a viable person to hold on to. And that goes for Bailey Zappi, too. Yeah, I mean, because we all know that Belichick can get impatient. So if Mac Jones isn't playing well and you have Bailey Zappi, I wouldn't give him away for peanuts because someone else could really make out if he comes in and plays well. So if you get a fair offer for him, that's one thing. But I would definitely not undersell these guys. I would hold on to them and just wait and see what happens. I think you really have to at this point. Yeah. I mean, we were really talking about that. I think that's really, really important to get out there. So, overall, as I said before, I think the Patriots will play really hard. Bill Belichick will do everything he can to have them ready to play. I do think their defense will still be fairly stout and maybe be a little bit of a harder matchup this year for some of our fantasy players. Yeah. You know, so you, you can't ever take that away from them. I just think they drew a ba- bad hand across the board this year. Unfortunately, this season, uh, they, I think they're going to go 7-10. and 10. That's how I have it going. I think they're going to finish seven and ten, and I think they're going to finish uh, fourth in the AFC East. And I have, I, and I'll get to my final predictions in a little bit. But I have them fourth in the AFC
3: East. What do you guys think?
1: I think that's fair. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I, I mean, think I have them at six wins. Yeah, they're they're beyond the eight ball yeah. quarterback wise. So
3: yeah. I will say on defense was surprising. They had fifty four sacks last year. I tied third in the league. Wow. So that was pretty impressive, and they had 19 interceptions. That was third.
0: Yeah, their defense. Yeah, he'll always have them ready to play. You know, like I know his sons like the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I was gonna say (laughs) they they
3: technically don't even have one. They just yeah, (laughs) Bill's everything. Like you know, he's the defensive coordinator. If
0: he wants to be the offensive coordinator, he will be. So all in all, I do think, like I said, that their defense, like you said, will be the key to Their team, and I do think they'll hold him in there. I don't think they're going to get embarrassed, mm. but I just it's just too tough of a hand for him this year. Yeah. yeah,
3: what a value Christian Gonzalez and where they got him. <laughs> oh, I yeah, they stole him there. I, at pick 17. Uh, Keon White out of Georgia Tech. I think he's gonna fit the defense really well, and then they draft Marte Mapu <laughs> out of Sacramento State. He was a Two hundred and seventeen pound linebacker. That's a bill gonna play him at safety. He'll probably be Kyle Duggar. <laughs> probably, you know what I mean. Like right. I, I just I don't know, man. He does this year after year.
0: That's a bill with the scouting combine eating the chips with the with the uh, binoculars. He's probably like that. There's a football player, you know.
3: <laughs> One guy I do want to talk about though, real quick. Keishawn Butte. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a good point. Sixth round. I mean, I we know we've seen Juju at the Steelers. We've seen him with Kansas City. who possibly the best landing spot possible. What do you guys think like Okay, so let's see. Jacoby Myers had 96 targets last year. So that's 96 vacated targets. Yep. Do you think Juju eats them all?
0: No. No. I don't Not even I, close. I
3: don't either. I don't either. I mean, I could see it split between him him and uh Gasicki. But Boutte, inter- he's, he interests me there. I, like, yep, me too. I'm very interested in, in Bute there. Unfortunately, he goes, I think, a little bit too high still in drafts. See, I, I've yeah, I've been
1: getting him in the fourth round. Of See, fourth awards. round, yeah. I take
3: him. He's yeah. been going early third in a lot of mine. I'm like, okay. ugh. Sixth yeah. round guy, even though I kind of believe in him. That's, geez. Oh, yeah. You're stealing him in the fourth round. Yeah, that, that's, oh, a, steal. that's a steal. That's a
0: steal. And I really like Bute. Like, you just, it's like, he's. If anyone can unlock his problems, yeah, it's Bill Belichick. Yep, and I think this really for him. This is probably the best landing spot he could go to because Bill will help him get through what he needs to get through, and he'll give him a kick in the, in the ass if he needs
3: it. Yeah, I, I think so too. And then another thing to bring about: Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris is gone now. That's
0: even a better point.
3: I mean, he he went, he moved on. Damian Harris isn't really a pass catcher, but I mean, that's where I think you could see more touchdowns out of Ramondre. I, mean, I don't think. James Robinson's really it anymore. I think that injury really screwed him up. Yeah, he just didn't look near as explosive. What do you guys think about Tyquan Thornton? Interesting. I, I, interesting. He's interesting, but I'm I'm not the biggest fan. He, he's a more of a red zone threat. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like like down the field, like I just don't I don't know. I,
2: I, I've seen him play his best football in the red zone. He's a little bit taller of a guy, real lanky, and he yeah. he, he can get up and catch the football, but okay. he really
3: doesn't do too
1: much down the field. But in the red zone, he catches a lot of touchdowns. It,
3: it, real, okay, it, I I don't know much about him.
1: Well, I don't think Mac Jones is really the the slinger either. So I mean, if he, right. if he does go down the field, I don't think Mac Jones is slinging at forty yards to get it. To no, yeah. no, no. It's like five
0: ten <laughs> yards out. So, yeah. so he
3: might be more of like a throw in piece. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like
0: he's hard to put a value on right now, draft, yeah. draft pick wise. Yeah, because no one's going to sell him for a third, mm-hmm. but you don't want to pay a second.
1: Right. No. So no, like, no, no.
0: so like if you're trading other pieces, especially as a rebuilder, someone has him, just say, "Oh, I'll throw in Taquan Thornton," because right. it could
3: really work out. What would you guys pay for Juju? I don't think I would pay a second. I wouldn't pay a second. I'm just not into juju, man. I'm not. If
1: it's a late second, but, maybe. If
3: it's a late second, possibly. Yeah, yeah like two ten or back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would pay that because for. I would rather have Mingo. I would rather have Reed, um, Reed. Rice, and I'd rather have Rice. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, I, I would rather have um, Mims. Marvin Mims. Mims. That gets close. Yeah, I get that, yeah. that gets close.
0: Uh, so I, many- yeah, probably
3: give me Marvin Mims just because yeah. I think in the future they'll move off Sutton or Judy and then, I mean, he'll have a chance. And Juju's like what? What is he,
0: like 24, 25 maybe? He's yeah. not very old. He's like the oldest twenty four year old I've right. ever seen. You know, it's I weird. Know. He yeah. came
3: into the league young.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like I don't know. Like it just seems like he's playing behind his time, or I, I don't yeah. know how that, to say it. But. That
2: that and he's probably gonna have to be the alpha there. Yeah, and I don't think and
3: it, we, he's tried it in Pittsburgh <laughs> yeah. with Ben Roethlisberger, and he quit. He tried do it. it in Kansas yeah, City. Patrick yeah.
1: Mahomes.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. So tried
3: in Kansas City. Well, I guess kinda Travis Kelsey's the alpha. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I, I, I have him at six wins. I'm right there with you, man. I, I think the defense is still phenomenal, and they just even proved their case more getting Gonzalez-White, you know.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, I, and I, I'm never going to doubt Bill Belichick, but, you know, it's just like my thing in philosophy with sports, just real quick, sometimes it's good to get a change.
3: Yeah. You know, yeah. because
0: it's like he's got his system, but, like, I don't know. Like, maybe you need to bring in a breath of fresh air, but, like, New England's won so much. You know, you're going to have some down years.
3: Yeah. My thing is, too, is he's 71 years old. Do you think he really wants to rebuild or he's going to stick around for a rebuild? That's it. That's why I kind of was, like, surprised they weren't in on, like, Trey Lance or, you know. And I, I know he's going for that NFL all-time wins
0: record as a coach. Yeah. I think that's what he's sticking around for. Yeah. For sure, yeah. And as yeah. as a Patriots organization, for all he's done, you almost owe it to him. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. yeah. But I think deep down, they're like, we'd really like to get a fresh start, yeah. right. you know. Yep. Really interesting, but we're going to go over here to Ty. He's got the last year division champion Buffalo Bills. He's representing Bills Mafia today. Ty, what did your breakdown look like of the Bills? First of all, I've seen a
2: lot of people already this morning and last night have been trying to trade Josh Allen due to the Madden curse.
3: <laughs> Is he on
2: the Madden cover? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I see that's been going on. People Ooh. are petrified of the Madden curse. Yeah, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, head coach Sean McDermott, he's one of the best in the league. He's, he's a great coach. Uh, offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey, he's also one of the top coordinators in the league. Uh, Leslie Frazier, their defensive coordinator, stepped down. So right now that uh, position is vacant. I've heard Sean McDermott's going to take over the defensive play calling. I don't know if they bring in like an assistant or what. Whatever's going to go on, but right now that's vacant.
3: And, and I just one sec. I just disagree with that. Like he said about the whole Demarlin or Demar Hamlin. He's emotionally drained. I mean, that young man's back on the field himself. Right? Yeah. How can you take a year off from your job? I mean, I might offend some people, but. I just I don't know, man. I, I don't think that's good. They, he he kind of screwed them too because who's available? Like you said, who's available? Exactly.
0: And you put more on uh, McDermott too. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, first NFC East last year, thirteen and three. They only played sixteen games because the Demar Hamlin game got canceled, and uh, they lost to the Bengals twenty seven ten in the divisional round. And really, that game wasn't close. The Bengals dominated them. Yeah. Uh, off-season additions for Buffalo: Connor McGovern is a guard, Leonard Floyd outside linebacker, Puna Ford defensive end, Damian Harris running back, and Deontay Hardy wide receiver. And they're paying Deontay Hardy five million dollars a season. Yeah, so <laughs> I really wasn't. Too big of a fan of that. so <laughs>
0: That come out of left field. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I I had to throw him in there because I seen he's getting paid over $5 million a season. I, was, I thought that was a little odd. Yeah. Uh, they re-signed, which I, I did like the re-sign. They, they brought in Jordan Poyer back, Jordan Phillips back, and Shaq Lawson back. That's a big yeah. part of their defense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- those were must-haves. And uh, off-season losses, Tremaid Edmonds, which that is a big loss for them. Devin Singletary, who's Damien Harris is easily Devin Singletary, and Isaiah McKenzie. I gave it a B just for the off season. I you know, who's going, who's coming in. It's just not really impressive to me, especially seeing the Jets and the Dolphins, how much they've improved. Buffalo can't ever seem to get it done, and they're not getting really any better. They're just kind of staying. at I mean, I know they really don't have much cap space, but they're just, they haven't really brought in anybody to put them over the hump. Mm-hmm. Uh, draft results pick 25 they got Dalton Kincaid I thought that was easily their best pick of the draft I think that's gonna bring in a lot of fresh air especially for that offense um, pick 59 Osiris Torrance I like that pick too really good guard out of Florida and then uh, pick 91 through 252 they got Dorian Williams linebacker Justin Shorter wide receiver Nick Broker guard and Alex Austin cornerback and I gave him a B plus on the grade the back end wasn't very impressive to me but uh, I thought their first two picks, of Kincaid and Osiris Torrance, was 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 really really good value picks.
0: Do you think how much do you think Kincaid uh, plays this year? Oh, I think he's going to easily a take lot. over the rule. Yeah, because there's like some people out there saying like you know he's not going to be out there right away. And and you know, like I said, the tight end is one of the hardest positions to learn coming I, in as a rookie. I think he'll be in a slot. Yeah, they're just going to put him out like as a big wideout yep. for for sure. Um, I
2: I believe they go eleven and six this year. I there's that man, I mean their their schedule's tough. I mean I tough. just I mean I yeah. just kept looking down the schedule. I'm like, is this going to get any easier for them? It's going to be a tough schedule, but they're still a good football team. So eleven and six. I don't know if they get first. It's going to be close between them and Miami. I think yeah. it's going to be right down to the wire. I think it might come down the head to head matchups between the two. That's what I have it at. I I I don't know. I'll probably have to go bills just by an edge you son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> i don't want to be 3d on outside <laughs> on the table
1: <laughs> but uh
2: for the dynasty outlook josh allen last year number two quarterback in fantasy i think he falls number three this year i still think he has a really good season but i think jaylen hurts is going to edge him out i think he's just got he, he has a rushing upside just like uh josh allen they're the they're the kings of the quarterback sneak every time they're going to get a one yard touchdown on like Jalen hurts um, and then on top of that, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, DeAndre Swift, I mean, uh, Devona Smith, they're, they're fantastic. So I think Allen drops one tier down just behind Jalen Hurts, and obviously Mahomes number one, but Kincaid and Cook will help him. James Cook last year, number 44, I think he's definitely going to be a riser this season. He really didn't get played too much, especially early on. Uh, Devin Singletary is out the door, that will help him. Damien Harris is coming in. I don't know how much he's going to play. I mean, we seen what Naheem Hines did last year. He come in and really didn't do too much, so I don't know if Damian Harris is going to have a crazy role, but I think they were just trying to groom James Cook, and I think this year he's going to take the leap, and he will be the starting running back.
0: And that's a good point because like that Naheem Hines thing, like, that was so hyped up when he got moved to Buffalo. Yeah, You remember that? Oh, yeah. And then really, I mean, he made some impacts on special teams, Sure, mm-hmm. but, but he really didn't get that much... It was an Back opportunity
3: to buy James Cook because of the James Cook shares. Like I was terrified. I'm like shit. I was, yeah, because <laughs> they're the same player, right? Yeah, for sure. They're, they're the same player. Uh, I'm. I'm really hope
2: James Cook can beat the guy because we've seen it. He's he's a fantastic pass catcher, and if he can if he can run the football too, man, he's gonna be a really nice asset for you in dynasty for years to come, especially in that offense. Stefan Diggs last year, number four. I think he sits right around there. I mean, Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers in the league, and he's got the chemistry of Josh Allen. They were missing the chemistry a little bit later on in the season, but uh, them two guys, even if they're off, they're still going to put up points. And if they're on, he'll he's going to go even higher, number four. But I think number four, right around number four, number three, number five, he sits no problem. Uh, Gabe Davis last year, number 36. I think he's going to rise too. I'm a big believer in Gabe. He's just so inconsistent I mean he has he's a he's a practically a boomer bust player weekly. Yeah, good basketball guy He really is I just I really hope he can stay consistent this year. I think he will because they're a better team when they can get him the football Yeah, I agree and I think that Buffalo's got to change their ways because right now they' they're not they're not going anywhere with how they're playing football. Uh, I mean they're just not near as good as Kansas City. Or Cincinnati and now Buffalo or Miami's starting to join that chat. Even Jacksonville is starting to get up there. Yeah. And then last but not least, Dawson Knox, last year number 14. I think he obviously falls with the addition of Dalton Kincaid. Uh, I think Kincaid's going to take that spot. Knox is mainly going to play a lot of red zone or he's going to be blocking. And uh, I I, I think that uh, Knox has practically lost that job because, I mean, 20, pick 25, uh, it, that's his job. Yeah. I mean, they, they picked him there for a reason. They need a really good pass-catching tight end. So I think Knox definitely falls in on, which really sucks for him because he just signed a longer-term contract, so he's kind of stuck there at the moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, very un- unattractive player in fantasy.
0: But, you know, I think that, like, for him, like, for fantasy-wise, yeah, Dawson Knox is definitely going way down boards. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, as an NFL player for the Bills, he's pretty valuable blocking, right. yeah. and, you know. Yeah. So that's pretty good. And another one's uh, Khalil Shakir. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's someone that I'm kind of low-key looking at. You know, if I could get it, like we mentioned earlier with Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. some of these other people we were talking about, like Tyquan Thornton, could he yeah. be a throw-in just going to say that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, if you could get him, that's, some, that's someone else I'm looking at. But what do you think about Buffalo overall, in?
3: Yeah, Damian Harris, I think he could see some of the early down work. I think it'd be right around a 50-50 split. Uh, I still think Cook can run between the tackles. I mean, he's proved it. His yards mm-hmm. per carry is great. But Damian Harris is going as running back 47 right now.
0: Yeah, that's way too
3: low. Yeah, I on sleeper, I thought so, too. I mean, he's still only 26 years old. He was running back 14 you know, in 2021. Right. He is not a pass catcher. And Singletary was just an average guy, and I think Harris is too, but Harris is kind of like a more hard-nosed runner, yeah. and that's kind of what they were missing. I think this kind of takes a little bit of that load off Josh Allen, maybe, because some of these, like, you know, third and two, just run Allen up the middle and get him smashed by linebackers, like... You can't keep doing that shit. Like you really can as a franchise, so I think honestly too, like maybe that's why he's so low because everyone's so
0: worried about like Josh Allen stealing that rushing production. Yeah. You know, but I'm yeah. like you, at some point that's gonna stop. Yeah, at some right.
3: point that, it's gotta slow down a little bit. Uh I know Ty went over some of the rookies. Dorian Williams, uh he's a fast linebacker out of Tulane. Reminds me a lot of Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. I, I watched some highlights on him and I mean, he can move. He hits great. He has real good instincts. He's been a captain there for I think three years. So might have got his replacement. I, I, I thought that was a nice, nice pick by them in the third round. Might so. be an Edmonds replacement. Yeah, and and then they bring in Justin Shorter, who Ty talked about. He's not very athletic. Six four, two twenty nine. A Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. <laughs> so <laughs> who knows? I mean, I, I'm not real interested in him. I mean, he he has a prototypical size to maybe be a downfield guy. but They might have him,
0: like, slated for some kind of a role. Yeah.
3: It's kind of just, you know, to me, a wasted pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, Sorry. you're really going to get put through a flaming table after. Yeah, that. yeah, I am. I'm ready for it, baby. <laughs> Bring it on.
3: <laughs> but I, I have him second in the division. I have him at the same, 12 and 5, so. I, I think, what do you guys think about if Hopkins went there? I think that's a prime spot for Hopkins.
1: Yeah, I think they came out and said they don't want him. Wow. I, I believe they were, there was like six teams I saw that said they were wow. Kansas
0: City was another one. I yeah, think. Kansas and City. Them. The
1: Cowboys were one of them. Wow. And I,
3: I believe Buffalo was one of them. Jeez, oh, man.
0: I mean, as a team it's all in, why would I, you not take yeah, a chance? I would. And, but and I, I love the
3: Kincaid pick, but I still think they should have traded up to get Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. Like I think and I, and I think because Diggs is 29 years old. I agree. You know, Maybe. And I like Diggs. I, I'm still buying Diggs. But. Here's the question, though. we seen the blow up with Diggs and
0: Allen last year. Is it a situation where they didn't want to upset on Diggs more by bringing in a yeah. possible replacement? Uh, that's a good point. Because yeah. he really was upset last yeah. last year
3: after he, the playoffs. There was just a bunch of drama. Didn't Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, he
0: got caught cheating
1: the day before, I guess, that playoff game. That, yeah. that, was, that was the rumor I saw.
3: I heard that, too. And you got to remember he's playing with a sprained UCL. He's one tough son. Of a bitch, yeah. He yeah. Is. Yeah. No.
1: tougher than a two dollar steak. Yeah, he's tougher than a two dollars. Okay, steak. Jr.
3: My yeah. <laughs> <By> God, my <laughs> God, uh,
0: that was really good. Ty, appreciate you breaking <laughs> down the bills. But now we're going to go over to muss and it's his favoriteest team ever. <laughs> it's the New York Football Jets. muss what's your breakdown look like at the Jets?
1: All right, twenty twenty two, they were seven and ten. Uh, their defense is actually ranked fifth and uh dvoa i don't know what that i looked it up and say it's some kind of <laughs> <laughs> that's a great stat
3: Must. i don't know what oh, it is man well, dvoa I, so
1: i i looked it up because i was like i've never heard of this dvoa but i looked it up and it's like sounds like of, a
3: domestic abuse order <laughs> <it does. laughs>
1: but uh, i looked it up and it's some kind of defensive stat or, or some kind of stat that ranks uh defenses. defenses yeah i don't i don't know it takes every player to look out um, oh. their offense was ranked twenty-six, so they had a very exciting defense with Sauce Gardner and everything like that. But yeah. their, their offense was abysmal, uh, with um, Zach Wilson and Mike White. So that was horrible. Now they brought in Nathaniel Hackett, which we all know why they brought him. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, the offensive coordinator with Aaron Rodgers from two thousand nineteen to two thousand twenty-one. Um, obviously, they brought in Aaron Rodgers, but the uh, players signed. Alan Lazard, Mikheil Hardman, fantasy-wise, Greg Zerloin. I didn't know that, actually.
0: That's really interesting. Greg DeLeg. Yeah, I yep. didn't know that. Greg
1: DeLeg. Um, Ty Johnson and Randall Cobb. So, I mean, they brought in some some Aaron Rodgers cronies and yeah. <laughs> McKeel Hardman, which that might be kind of interesting. Uh, the players lost. They lost Elijah Moore to uh, Cleveland, Cleveland. Uh, James Robinson, Mike White, and Braxton Berrios. So, they, they lost some. They gained a lot more. Like I said, they got Aaron Rodgers via the trade. So, I mean, they're really trying to stack up. They drafted uh, a band of candons, Zach Koontz, to the offense, yeah. trying to bolster that. Um, so their ADP or their 2023 depth chart looks like Aaron Rodgers, which is ADP right now, is 24, quarterback 24. Uh, Brees Hall, ADP right now. He's running back three. Uh Michael Carter. Which I don't have his ADP, but he's there. And then uh, Garrett Wilson, ADP of five. So, like, this is a very. Uh,
3: there's some guys we want.
1: Yeah, there's some guys we want. Uh, and then Tyler Conklin, ADP of 40, which is. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting at 40. Um, the Jets' success this year will rely heavily on the offense because, I mean, the defense pretty much stayed the same. And then they drafted yeah. uh, at defensive end in the first round Will McDonald. Will McDonald. Yeah. Which yeah.
3: I thought was weird. They drafted Jermaine Johnson the year before. Yeah, that is strange. That's why I said, like, what are they doing? <laughs> I,
2: I I think uh, after we traded up because Bill screwed to me, just went into the sprinkler. And they yeah, just didn't know what to do? Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, I mean, so is it Will McDonald or is it Jermaine Johnson? Like,
1: yeah. Then they then they traded for Chuck Clark too. So. Yeah,
3: which is a great great move. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, they, their defense should be around the same, if not better. Like it, I said it's just if if. What Aaron Rodgers are you going to get?
3: Yeah. The, their defense last year was fourth in points allowed with 316. And just to let you know, in twenty twenty 2020, four fifty seven, twenty twenty one 2021, team history was 477. So they changed that defense around like yeah. fast. Yeah. With sauce. And they did such a great job. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And Brees Hall coming back
1: should really help the, oh, yeah. really help the running and passing Think game. he plays week one? He says he should be good to go. I, I've
3: been hearing that too. Yeah. You, I, I think it could be a slow roll thing. Like, I, who do you think's to own in case he doesn't? I feel like Michael Carter. I, I do too.
0: Definitely Michael Carter. Yeah. If I, if I'm drafting for a handcuff, that's who I want.
1: You guys are uh, singing out Bam Knight.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, right right now, which I think is really high. Pro Football Network has him ranked fifth in the Power Rankings. That's but I, but I, high. I I think it's all the Aaron Rodgers hype, and I don't. Right. This could be. The Russell Wilson thing from last year, but like, i now, I guess I'll give the Jets credit. I mean, at least they're trying to make Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. Or like the Broncos just brought in Russell Wilson and said, there you go. But I mean, at least, <laughs> yeah. At least the Jets are bringing in Lazard, Cobb, Nathaniel Hackett. Like, maybe they're trying to make it, you know, make, yeah. make them into it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I mean, for Jets fans, they haven't really had a lot to cheer about. Right. Or how long. So, I mean, hopefully it works out for him. But I'm just kind of – I'm skeptical because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers to begin with. And,
0: and then you know. we see the, the the bum leg stuff we've been hearing. Like yeah. the, He had the ankle and then the calf. Yeah. Like during OTAs. Yeah. I mean, that is a little alarming.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's only getting older.
3: If in, – and in something too, like – what was there? Something in the contract that they have a conditional pick – if he plays, if semi-snap. he plays sixty percent or something like that, so yeah. yeah, it turns
0: into a first. It's a second, but it turns right. into a first.
3: Yeah, right.
1: so right, so that's something to uh, keep an eye on. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I don't, I'm just not buying it. Like I, I don't think they're going to win the division. They nah. might squeak into a wild card. Might.
3: Yeah, just just on their defense, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we have seen three teams in a division go to wild card. So right. it,
0: it's really tough for the Jets, and it's like what you said, Moss. Like you really hope for them because they really I, been, I do. Yeah. They've been down yeah. for so long. Yeah, but the thing is, like if they would have made this move for Aaron Rodgers three or four years ago, it would have been perfect. Right, yeah. because yeah. you have a little bit of time to keep improving the team, mm-hmm. build the chemistry. Plus, he's a little younger. Now it's like, man, you got to thread the needle with injuries, and yeah. it's going to be really tough.
3: I think, and that's what a lot of it depends on, is these injuries. Is Brees Hall ready? Is Aaron yeah. Rodgers going to be ready? Who steps up beside Garrett Wilson? Because Garrett Wilson's only, you know, it's only his second year.
1: Right. See, I mean f- – but putting all fantasy things to the side, like if I got my GM cap on, I think the Aaron Rodgers move's horrible.
3: Oh yeah. I mean they just screwed themselves they, out of they screwed themselves.
1: They got a terrible schedule this year. Yeah. Everybody else in the division is loading up. Why yeah. not take a year off, kind of rebuild? <sighs> yeah. Come back. come back when, you know, Josh Allen's it- it's just
2: really hard right now for teams that don't have an elite quarterback because I mean it's just so hard to beat Patrick Mahomes. It's so hard to beat Josh. Allen. It's so hard to beat Joe Burrow. Exactly. Yeah, like why are you trading away your future if you know you're probably not going to beat yeah. them
1: teams? I mean,
3: yeah, I don't, I don't see them beating. But them. if Aaron Rodgers has that MVP season, which I highly doubt it, but he did in what twenty and twenty one with yeah. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, or not twenty one. I can't remember what was it twenty twenty. It It might have been. Yeah, Yeah, it was 2020 and 2021. I think he was back-to-back MVP with Nathaniel Hackett there. If he were to have that, which I highly, highly doubt it, we could be sitting here saying, holy shit. Yeah, I know. You know?
1: And like I said, the I mean, kudos mm-hmm. to the Jets. I mean, they are—they yeah. are—they brought in Hackett to try it, and then yeah. they brought in Lazard and Cobb to make them comfortable and make right. them happy. So, I mean, maybe this works out for them. For, yeah.
0: From a fantasy perspective, Moss, I mean, like for the Jets, is there anyone you're low-key buying? I mean, we all know Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, you're going to have to pay big, right, big yeah. prices. I mean, is there anyone else? I mean, like, would you be willing to gamble on Rodgers? If you're a buyer, if you needed a quarterback to – in a superflex league, to put yeah, you over the hell top, yeah, yeah,
1: I guess as a quarterback too, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm even in a it. one quarterback, I guess, because
0: I think like, like I'm like you, like I mean, from a fantasy perspective, obviously it won't hurt as bad if you have to give up one first if you're a contender for Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, NFL wise, it's a different story, but if you get him in a fantasy perspective for one first, I mean, you have a chance to thread that needle, yeah, create a little magic.
3: Do you think yeah. you got to give up a first for Rogers and superflex? I think so. Yeah. You do?
0: Especially now with this move to the Jets. So yeah. so
3: you would probably be giving up a uh, Kendra Miller, a Zay Flowers. Yeah. makes it a little tough. That's tough. It does. But if you're competing, though, I feel com- – because you're not getting anything out of Kendra. You're I not – uh, Probably not getting a bunch out of Zay. Or... There,
0: there's an outside chance. Maybe 2-1 could get it done. I mean, yeah. that, that's, I mean, you're starting to push it, but I think there's an outside chance. Right. But I mean, all in all, like, I, I feel like if I needed one more quarterback at a super flex, if I'm picking from like 9 to 12, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel comfortable with it. Just one first. Yeah. Just
3: to see what happens. And, and even guys like, I mean, would you take them with a Ritter? Like if you had a Ritter and you're competing. Oof. And you're like, hey, I need this piece as my second quarterback. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I look at it like this like, I really like Ritter, but like, if let's just say your roster's constructed something like, I don't know, you have Kirk Cousins, Ritter, and then really no one else. Yeah. Yeah. If you went out and got Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Then it's like, okay. I got two guys I can juggle. Maybe one of them takes off, you know, yeah. and that's kind of <laughs> yeah. what you hope.
1: For. That That's what I'm saying. The ceiling's higher and the floor's probably higher with Rodgers. Right.
0: And, 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 Ritter. and you got rid of a young guy there. Hey, if it's starting to go good, if he takes them to the playoffs, yeah. you know, maybe he doesn't have a good year stat-wise. Like, he's just still getting his feet wet. The Atlanta, we know, struggling. They're building their team. But maybe he just gets him off to
3: a nice and, little start. And Yeah, And yeah, this is no knock against Reddit. No, like, no, no, no,
0: no. But like if he takes him to the playoffs, maybe next year he's back this, again.
3: This question's for Ty. Would you give up Justin Fields for him?
0: For Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> as much as, much as
2: I hate playing. Justin Fields,
3: I'd probably take Justin Fields. Yeah, I know. Because
0: <laughs> you know the value. Anyway. Right. Right. And then I'd
2: sell
1: his ass for a bucket of popcorn or something.
3: <laughs> Really but, like it, but I, uh, I, I mean
1: Lazard and Cobb. I mean they, they might be good best ball guys. Definitely, I, I, I don't think Lazard.
3: Lazard. I don't yeah. mind Lazard. I mean, what can you get him for? A, a late third, a, a <laughs> right. fourth. Is,
2: is anyone? I'm I'm sure at this table. I'm probably the only guy that likes him. I don't know why I like him. He's not very good. Michael Hardman. No, I, I'm I I don't like Michael. Hardman. Just <laughs> I don't I don't like him there. Just I don't know if a Rod's really got the the arm strength yeah. anymore because he's a deep threat. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think he's going to throw a lot more underneath. Across the middle. Mm-hmm. I think Garrett Wilson's going to see a,
3: a ton of Oh, players. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm interested in Michael Carter, too. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think he's the guy. Uh, I know everybody really, you know, Banacanda and stuff, but like... Bam Knight. Bam Knight. But when it comes to pass protection, when Rodgers gets laid out and he's throwing the ball, fuck, fuck, you know, just yeah. slamming shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going over and kicking the Gatorade, <laughs> they're gonna put Michael Carter out there. They're yeah. gonna be like, okay. Well,
1: I mean, plus we saw like when ACLs get tearing. I mean, it's mm-hmm.
3: Brees it's, might not be hundred percent. Yeah, he's
1: probably not gonna be. 100%. It's a slow roll. I, it's a slow. roll. Yeah.
3: I, I think Brees Hall will be effective. It, it might be week seven. Yeah, week I mean, eight.
0: We saw it with J.K. Dobbins. Yeah,
3: yeah. and I'll tell you, yeah, you're he, gonna see it with Javante Williams. We're gonna see. It, yeah,
0: if he comes out slow, go buy him. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Because yeah. people, there are a few people. Not everyone, but there are a few people, and there are probably a few teams out there that would be like, uh, and they'll just, you know, maybe they'll well, want to unload. The them.
3: move I was trying to make last year to compete, I was trying to trade B- Brees Hall for Kenneth Walker. Thank yeah. God it got declined. Yeah, <laughs> 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 because of I what happened. That, yeah. yeah, that was Ishman, right? Yeah, and yeah. I, I did tried it in a couple other leagues.
1: Was,
2: I uh, I would have liked the Jets to re-sign Mike White. As, just as a backup, I think Zach Wilson needs a season off as third string. He, I, he's yeah. been
1: tearing it up. They're, haven't you even seen a Twitter highlight?
2: <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs>
3: I, I wish they would. I, I, that's why I like him with the Dolphins. I, I do, and, too. Yeah,
2: and, uh, two years, $1.5 million? Yeah.
0: And, you know, the but thing still, is, if there was a stat on Sleeper for how many trades there has been for Zach Wilson for a third, yeah, muscles would be right at the top. <laughs> Ready the top right. to the list. I do like
3: that by low oh, price yeah. price. That is sneaky. You never yeah, know.
1: Rogers is old. I mean, yeah. they're
0: getting older.
3: Yep. Yeah, he no, was I mean, the second I, overall pick, and and that's how that's how you win. You know, yeah, you, you're you you're, you're trying like if he were to take off. I mean, yeah. You
1: never know. Yeah. Yep.
3: Definitely good. But how do you have the Jets finishing, Mus?
0: Oh, here uh. we go. Drum roll, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I say like a nine and eight.
3: Yeah, kinda, yeah. I think yeah. I, I, I could see that. I, I have them rated eight, so yeah. nine, eight, I think. Give or take. So
0: my so my total breakdown, and you guys could do all yours. My total breakdown goes like this. I got Buffalo finishing at uh twelve and five. Okay. Yeah. Winning the division. I got the Jets finishing at ten and six. Okay. Wow, the wow. Dolphins in third. I have the Dolphins because I have the Dolphins at nine and seven. Because I'm not sure about the Tua stuff. I love Tua. I think he's a great fantasy asset. But boy, if he goes down again with their schedule, it's going to be tough. I got
2: Mike White, man. And
0: I also have New England finishing at seven and ten, like I mentioned. So I mean, if you guys have the rest of yours, you're welcome to give them. I have to
3: pull mine up.
2: I'll <laughs> have to say I would go Buffalo twelve and five, winning the division. Yeah, Miami eleven and six, right behind them. Jets at ten and seven, and New England at. 6 and 11.
1: All right. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah.
0: You
3: kind of on board with that?
0: Yeah, I'm on board with that. We'll see what Andy. I have, I have
3: the Dolphins and the Bills both at 12. 12 wins. And then the Jets. I, I'd probably put the Jets. I didn't do the Jets. Let's say nine. I, I'm going to give them nine. I, I think their defense is good enough. Yeah. And then if Rodgers is healthy. Uh, I, I think that would be good for them. And then New England, I had them at six wins. Yeah.
0: And everyone out there in Jetland, I got your back. I think you're going to get second.
3: I'm with wow. you on this. one. I can't so. believe that. I got the Dolphins first, and then Buffalo second. So maybe I'll get thrown through this table <laughs> here. Yeah, I might have some kind of fin bitch slap me across the face or something. But <laughs> what we'll to get uh, Andy a
2: fin hat? Hey, Let's I'm all you. in on the Dolphins, <laughs> man. Fins I- yeah, fins up. Yeah, you can see you
3: can see him in the pool in the sw- like yeah. shark coming through there. That'd be sick. Dolphins fans, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I got <thought> your back.
0: <laughs> Jets fans, the same for you. Muscles disrespect. Them over there. With I'm not the, a fan. I know. That's what said. I said. I was I couldn't wait to see your analysis <laughs> and breakdown of that. But Jets fans, I'm with you. But it's going to be a really interesting division it all is. in all. It is. This, yeah, we
3: started out with a hot division. Yeah. We did.
0: This AFC East is going to be a lot of fun. Like It's going to be fun to watch. And from a fancy perspective, there's a lot of stars in this division. Yeah. So a lot of big point getters. So it be, will be interesting to see. A couple things to mention, guys, here before we hop off. Next week's episode, we're going to be doing, like, a wheel game where we're spinning a wheel. We're going to be talking about players' ADPs. Like, there's certain players that's going to land on the player. We're going to talk about ADPs, who's going around them. If we prefer them, maybe someone else. Also talking about maybe what we would trade for those players. If we like them. If we don't like them, I'm sure Ty would be itching to get Justin Fields. Love it. See what happens there. Yeah. So that should be a really good episode. Also want to bring up again, guys, the website, www.dynastyDNA.net. There's a lot of good stuff going over there. Rankings, the rookie rankings are out over there. Articles from all of the guys I mentioned earlier. Really good dudes, really good contributors. You guys are the best. We appreciate all your support. Also, these team breakdowns will be coming on the website shortly. As we finish, as we go, everything will be on there, our perspective on them. So the AFC East will be coming shortly. And here, uh, like I think, uh, not this next episode, like I mentioned, but the following episode, we'll be doing the NFC East, another interesting division. So check out everything over at www.dynastyDNA.net, guys. It's a treasure trove of fantasy information. You'll love it. You won't be disappointed. Also, follow us on Twitter at DynastyDNA underscore. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Pod, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. You name it, we're on it. The DNA Strand Crew. Our followers keep going up and up and up. Five-star reviews. I mean, guys, downloads. I can't say it enough. We appreciate it. I mean, we're almost a year into this show. Yeah. And the support has been phenomenal. I I never thought we'd be at where we're at now. So, we appreciate the heck out of all you guys.
2: What are we going to do for a 1-year anniversary?
0: Well, that will be coming up around July 4th. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to really we'll have to see. plan something. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Have, we'll have to definitely plan a good show. We'll keep everything in the works for that, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But also follow, subscribe, like, and comment over on YouTube, guys. And our Twitter's always open. If you guys have a question on a trade, anything at all, I mean, you want to talk about certain players, we're always open. We always respond. We appreciate you guys. We love talking Dynasty fantasy football. But that's going to do it for this episode, and we'll see you all in the next episode of Dynasty DNA. See you, guys. see See you.